Hey, you guys, welcome to UBI Podcast, uh, presented by AML Media. Love you, Mom. Uh, I'm Gene Laborde, my co-host, Stephen Laborde, working on the hard work, doing all the good stuff, is Rachel Laborde. This is UBI Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Let's go have some fun. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of UBI. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Gene Laborde. That's Stephen Laborde. And Rachel, as always, making the magic happen. Um, got a fun episode for you. Got a couple topics. But what we would like to first state is Red October. Go Phillies. Yes, sir. Uh, got our first win in the wild card against the... Marlin, Mar, Mar, Miami Marlin, 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 son of a bitch, um, which we do not uh, play well against. No, uh, so good, um, good overall team effort. Uh, and pitching, Zach Wheeler, on point. The crowd was like, every time they had two strikes, the crowd was going nuts. Well, like from you, the first inning on, like you said, um. They were uh, comparing it to SEC football, where yeah. not a man, yeah. child, or woman. And if you don't know what that means, that's impressive. That means some rabid fans that are on their feet the whole game. And this isn't local, guys. These are national reporters that cover baseball. Jeff Passan. So it's not just dick riding from the local guys. No. It's... Yeah, there's the dick riding. But there's also the national people talking about how impressive it is, especially modern-day baseball. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently the Phillies are really uh, what carries the viewership for the entire major leagues. It's it's you got to admit uh, it's a fun team. You know, obviously we're Philly fans, but there's a lot of personality. Uh, we got guys that are going to be there for a while. Uh, we started off the season not hot at all. Like we really yeah. went, you know, had to go through some growing pains to get into the playoffs, and things are uh, really clicking when they need to be. We've us. been there before now. Yeah. It also helps that we were in this World Series last year, so that makes it more of, uh, you know, people are, are are locked in, ready to go for the playoffs, as opposed to, uh, we'll see if they get to the wild card. Like, people are locked in from day one. And, and uh, we also have the sexiest man alive, apparently, on the team. Nick Castellanos is driving the girls crazy. He's a handsome man. He's he is got, a handsome man. He's got a chiseled jaw. He's always tan. Dark, he's tall, dark, and handsome. He really is. And check this out. Before we signed him last season, he was a free agent, and he was planning to go back and play for a Florida team because he's from Florida. And we fucking wriggled him, wriggled him here to Philadelphia. Which, uh, last year, if it was up to you, yeah, you were ready. You hated him last year. I think a lot of like diehard baseball guys... He was bad there. He was year. underperforming. He but, was underperforming. You know. Anywho, Just makes you think if he was playing the way he did this year. We could have won that World Series. Yeah, but you know, if fans are butts. But tonight we got Aaron nuts. we got Aaron Nola on the mound, who's been a staple of the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Does need to step up though. This Big year's time. not not been his, you know, best year. I'm choosing to be excited, but in the regular season I'll admit, was never excited for a Nola start. He's just Especially from what we're used to seeing from him. Yeah, yeah. He's I, not. He's the only player, at least on the Phillies, that has not adjusted to the pitch clock. 
Yeah. Which, dude, that's crazy how fast that game went. I know. It's it? A, it ba- I mean... A half hour in, it felt like we were in the third inning. Yeah, we got home tw- uh, 20 minutes after the game started, if, and, or half hour after the game started, and it was the third inning. And I was skeptical and resistant to it, because uh, I'm like a geezer when it comes to baseball, but I still think in the playoffs they should get rid of it. But they're not going to do it, because it's a TV show. Well, well hey, let, let's put it this way. Last year, which you brought this stat, is that the Phillies carried, monetarily-wise, carried playoff baseball. Yeah. Brought in a lot of money for the sport. Not even really close. Yeah. This year, with the play clock, or the pitching clock, and how rowdy our fans have been and stuff, maybe it'll play well for us because we are, you know, our city loves our sports, and maybe this fast pace is keeping those drunk girls entertained and woo! There was a turd in the middle of the concourse at the ballpark last night. You see videos of that? No, but sometimes the turd has to happen. But it wasn't like a whole turd. It was like... A whoopsie poopsie. I I guess that's what you call it, but people were just walking past it with trays of nachos and like just looking at it and laughing. Someone got really excited. They didn't want to miss an inning. Sometimes, you know, if you're paying for those seats, they're expensive tickets. That's all I'm going to say. Massively expensive. We talked about that for the show. Like, way more expensive than any other playoff baseball 500 times. Which I love to see. Which is five times. Because that means the city's excited. But it's also, like, baseball is the last, like, still blue-collar sport that you can go to for cheap. Uh, You think it is. Football ditched the middle class Mm -hmm. and the blue-collar a long time ago. But anyway, not in the playoffs. Uh, but I think we're going to take it tonight. I do. And, um, it'll yeah. be nice to get that, get a little rest and, uh, you know, see who we're playing. So, uh, to, to get a little, um, excitement, we're doing tacos for the game. You know, I can't go wrong with that. That way you can Never. either, the nice thing about the tacos, I'm thinking, Hey, you can either stress eat a, b- a bunch of tacos or, in between innings, make a taco real quick, and it'll be exciting. I'm going to do like a taco every two or three innings. Uh, and I'm going to try not to overstuff them like I always do, and then they just become it's hard to do meat pockets, um, which are still good. Which, yeah, that's the nice thing about Mexican food. When it falls on the tray, you pick up a couple chips, damn, now you got, now you got nachos. There's nothing like, and I'm being, this is from the heart, there's nothing like a big sporting event for a Philadelphia team, a dinner, and some family, and some anticipation, you know? Yeah, and Rachel has stepped up big, right? Thank you. We, we, we I, I think we do a good job saying thank you, but you have stepped up uh, since our mommy isn't here to cook us our food. You've been doing Sunday... Yeah, she's a good cook. Sunday uh, meals for the Eagles games, doing tacos... For the baseball games. And she has to cook separate. True. Food. So it's like, yeah, big ups. Mm-hmm. And yesterday you texted me on the way home from us fishing. Uh, it had the game on when, when we walked in the door. So big ups. Thank you. Yeah. That's from the heart as well. Yeah. But I will say uh, last night. Don't fuck up the tacos is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last night I listened to the game on ESPN Radio and I forgot how great baseball is. On radio, because I'm old enough, we're growing up. It wasn't weird to listen to baseball games no. on, on the radio. But in the, I used to do it in the office just to uh, kind of get well to kill time. But yeah, it is nice because there's so much downtime and, and it paces nicely. 
because you don't really need a lot of play-by-play like you do in hockey. And the way they can throw it in there, it definitely is an art because everyone knows, like, in football, you can just get by by being an ex-football player but, and, you know, whatever. Baseball, the way they can just end the pitch count and then throw in, like, well, actually, his dad is from Florida, and here yeah, comes up. There's enough time for all that color. And also, football on the radio is, like, flags. Yeah. Constant flags, mm. describing the flags. Baseball paces beautifully. And it's, like, I'm so Americana, baseball on the radio. It's got a, a, uh, a perfect... Um, it's an ambiance. Yeah, and, and just, you know, the, the, the terminologies of us, you know, turning a 6-4 play and things like that, which goes over my head sometimes, not going to lie. Not, I'm big enough of a man to admit sometimes I get a little outmanned in terminology with baseball. You yeah, know, the, some of the inside baseball stuff, if you never played it, like... Yeah, I just, I, I got to pull up a, a picture of, of it yeah. sometimes. But, uh... Go Phils. Go Phils. Um, and like I said, we got home from fishing last night. Uh, it's... We've been really enjoying it. Uh, it's uh, we, we found a nice spot. If you listen to last we, last week's episode, we had the worst spot you could find. Yeah, we we upgraded more than double. Yeah, it was nice. We uh, went from like a D minus, or uh, you man. might even call that an F spot. That was a fail. I that was yeah. We went from an F spot to like a C plus spot. The only thing worse that could have is like literally like. You losing your fishing rod in the water somehow on the first go on round? the first go, oh my god! Yes, yesterday, uh, nice little secluded. We even were able to pop up our chairs. Um, it was still hot. I mean, shit, when the sun went down, it yeah, still was man. eighty degrees. Summer's got to let go. It was up to eighty something yeah. today. Um, but yeah, we were under like an old bridge and a rail rail bridge. And I've been here in Pittsburgh for twelve years. Had no idea that was even there. I knew that there was water access, but that little park back there had no idea. I would have never guessed. Can we talk about the amount of fucking crew teams going by, scaring uh, all the fish That was another. Away? Yeah, that shit was like. And I get it if, if if you're into. And this isn't just people. Like there was a paddleboarder or two, and a kayak or two. Plus, but, I would never paddleboard in that river. But good on them, whatever. Yeah, and the one lady, I think she re- was regretting it. She was really slow. And well, I she think, had a blister on her foot, and she kept she was taking yeah, her shoe off. She was not having a good time. But it's not even just crews. And this we're not talking like for we, people we that don't the, know. A crew team is like the team rowing with the long paddles. Yeah, like eight people are in there and on top of it so the boat is doing it and they're doing some sort of training so it's not like they're just going as fast as they want like it was just some people were paddling some people weren't and on top of it then there's a person in the boat that is just the director with a blowhorn being like all right let's pick up the pace all right now we're gonna keep it straight we're going here so now then you have the noise effects uh here's the thing they weren't going fast so it was like, what are you doing? What are yeah, you even practicing? I, we couldn't figure it out because, like, most of them were all middle-aged people. There were there was one that was, like, fat people and not people that are in shape. Maybe a community crew team. I don't know. That was weird. There was, like, two or three of those. That's what I say to the crew teams. Yeah, yeah. flip them the bird. And then there was, like, four college crew crews, crew crews, uh, at least, right? It, it, like, they kept coming. And and then another added on it is then there's like a a a motorized boat that would be behind every like two or three. So then not, you know you not only have fucking the crew, then you have a fucking motorized boat, and they're yelling on a blowhorn too, yeah. scaring the fish. Like th- like I didn't realize that a wake, the wake from a uh, uh, like a crew boat 
that's manually rowed still created a lot enough. of Enough. So uh, I do believe w- they were definitely, because it, it's more narrow under the bridge. Not, uh, yeah, it probably was uh, they were 40, yard, away. 40 yards, 50 yard. 50 at, at the most. Yeah. It was a nice spot, too. Yeah. They were messing it up for us. It really was. And, and you know, we're getting our, you know, we're, we're, we're getting, getting better our with our back. lures. Yeah, we're getting our, our, you know, surroundings and shit. It just a, so we are still trying to, uh, I would have given it a, uh, a C. The overall. C is good, though. She's yeah. good hey. for the second time out in what a decade? Seriously. Maybe not a decade, but close. I went mm-hmm. fishing a few times when I lived in Strasbourg, but, but you know. And it really is nice getting you know. Once again, we got a uh, skunked, which is a term that means we did get zero, zero action, zero action. Uh, but but we found a new area to find some like different spots along the and river and testing. Like there actually was some actual. Grass under the water, which is good. That's what you want. It was a healthier ecosystem. Um, so yeah, we got to test out some different lures. My didn't... first cast got stuck in a tree, and I lost uh, rubber worm. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. That's okay. And uh, that crappy bobber. Those bobbers are the fucking worst. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't mean to be that guy, but I'm gonna be that guy. Right on the bobber, made in China. I would not put my name on that fucking bobber. Yeah, we need, we're gonna get some yeah. bobbers. So, uh, which is the nice thing about fishing. It is fun to it, try different stuff. Yeah, once you get your main get, you know, get up, then you get to like add a little stuff. Go to the store, check some things out, and we'll get a picture with our first good fish. Mm, I can't wait. Yeah. I, um, I, I said last night while we were out, I said, I'll take an eel at this point. Yeah. Just to know there's something alive in there, and I still know how to do this. And we did, we haven't used any live bait yet, which... No. Which um, you know, it's... It's old faithful. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with it. But I will admit, like, it's a hard balance because lure fishing is... is more. There's more action. I was having a lot of fun with the frog. I like the frog. Right, because that also stays on top of the water. So yeah, and then snags. It, uh, you let it fill up a little bit with water because then you can kind of medium it or squeeze the water out. So, um, so we're going we're gonna to start a fishing pod <laughs> separate of this. Uh, yeah, real exciting, especially when we're not catching fish. Well, at least for the people, they can make fun of us for not being able to catch a fish. I tested out to the, the I, I got in the water a little bit, got in about six. You were so resistant to getting that water. I just I didn't know how slippery it was going to be, and I did not feel like going down. And you would go down too. I yeah, but, but you had like you had like seven inches of clearance, and you were stepping as if you were like worried you, they were going to like overflow with water. Well, the top of it, yeah, because I didn't. Regardless, I if once you get wet at that point, you know it was still early enough where I was going to be. I'm going to be uncomfortable. That's true, but you got to get those. If you get snagged up, you can't just. Not and it, uh, it was worth it because I was able to get a snag undone, yeah. getting that little extra uh, stepping into the water. Yeah. So, um, fishing. Hey, uh, my friends, local area. Once again, give us fi- fishing spot recommendations. Thanks, Woody and Dom, uh, for the quick ones you got. And if you ever want to go out, let us know. More the merrier. Some sometimes. Yeah, yeah I had to. Uh, I had to really kind of twist your arm to get you to park us close to where we were fishing. It was a weird, in my defense, everything else was labeled, this is the parking for the water entrance, and I just parked my truck a bunch, about, around a bunch of fucking boat trailers. Yeah, but there's no activity back there I just all. have the, I just don't have the greatest of luck with things, so I don't like to push it. You like to push things. You don't like rules and stuff. I just think that we weren't doing anything wrong, and that we weren't going to get in trouble. The worst that would happen is someone made us move the truck. But they wouldn't have found... That's the thing. They're not making us move the truck. They're just 
Well, we were Slap fine. Me a ticket. It was yeah, fine. It was fine. I moved it. With a good yin and a yang. But I, it was funny, though, because I said, I was like, I'm the fat one. You, were you afraid of walking an extra 150 yards? Yeah. Which did, you know, we ended up getting the chairs later, so it worked out. Anyway, we're having a lot of fun fishing. It's good. It, like I said, when we left yesterday. It's good to get outside. Um, yeah, we got a little sweat on. I got a little color. There you go. A little bit. You know? And uh, you were, did you, get, did you end up getting itchy? Because you were you were fighting a bush for a while that you got. That I was. Line. There's a lot of overgrowth right behind me, and I went to cast one time, and my hook got caught in the growth. So once I got that wriggled out, I was like, I'm cutting away this overgrowth with a little saw, like this big. And yeah, my hand was itching immediately, but it went away, no problems, no no poison ivy. I'm pretty good with that stuff. I'm pretty resistant uh, to the. But you did. You said, oh man. I think I might be itchy for a quick second, and immediately you're like, ah, oh, I just touched my face. Too. No, I said I almost touched my eye. Uh, so then I went and washed. My I was hands waiting off. to see. I was like, should I call Rachel and tell her to get the oatmeal bath started? Well, uh, I was at first. I was like, damn, I just got poison ivy. And if you ever had it in between your fingers, oh my god, dude, you can't itch that good. I uh, I don't really get poison ivy. It's and it's weird as sensitive as my skin is and shit. I've either just been really lucky or. Um, I think Dad's pretty resistant to poison ivy, so maybe I, yeah, I he can't even. I've never seen him. Yeah. Uh, but no ticks. Didn't find any ticks. Yeah, no. And I was checking myself. That's one thing. Like I'm pretty like cavalier about whatever happens, happens. But I don't like ticks. Fuck a tick. Yeah. Although I did. Um, I had the headlamp on because it was getting dark, and you know you're you're rigging up, and as great of a design as a headlamp is. Uh, it really does just draw big ass bugs to slap you in the face. Yeah, definitely. But it's, I I got to dig mine out before we go out again. That uh, you should buy a machete. You should get us a machete. Okay. Ten, I think I think you can get one. I've bought a machete for eight dollars before, and uh, then Where you can it? wield it. I don't. I mean, this was a while ago. I probably okay. left it at the Poconos. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, cause sometimes all it takes to create a, a good fishing spot is a couple uh, nice swings with a machete. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that. Slowly add Noir, and then we just need some of the scent stuff. Although when I was looking at the scent, all of, all of them just said trout on there. I would, I, I think we should get some just. To feel, yeah, to I feel more confident. I was rushing a little bit because I was more into definitely getting the right string. Uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, a little, uh, you know, we always talk about doctors and things like that. Two updates. Um, went to the dermatologist, which was weird because we made that appointment when I had the, we talked about the popping of the neck, the, 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 uh, as you described it, melted chocolate ice cream leak out of my neck, about eight ounces. Really gnarly. Um, but I made the appointment and I was like, it's hard to get in there. I'm going. And she's such a bubbly super energetic 40 pounds she's dude she's like 40 pounds this doctor like kind of freaky no but like she's a tiny little thing okay petite yes very very um she checked it she's like that looks good uh then i had a couple things these spots on my face by the way so i got one here and one here uh not pimples really uh it's something and she was like it's just something people get she called them cherries she called them cherries that sounds very medical. Well, uh, and then I didn't say, but I was like, I know cherry blossom is what like super drunks get on their nose. 
but that's like that's different. That's like, yeah, that, that that's like broken blood. But this isn't that. She was like, I'm starting to get them. It's just some people get we, older. Can we pull up skin cherries for the people to see? Yeah, and it literally it's is a the cherry it's, angioma. Yeah, so it's not a pimple. So there's like not like fluid in there. Really, it's just time. Eventually, hopefully, heals it. Uh, and it's not too much oil or, or whatever it'll, it is. You'll just uh, it'll teach you self discipline to not fuck with it. I didn't fuck with it. It has nothing to do with that. But that's why it would drive me more crazy. That's not going away. Yeah. Um, so I that, didn't ever heard that cherries. Cherry that, and then this little spot on my nose, just uh, here, you can't even see because it's in the crevice. She was like nothing. Just we've, gone, to, we've gone out in the sun two days, and uh, the, and as, once again, just she was like getting older. And we were like, well, does it have anything to do with my liver? She was like, maybe, but no, I'm getting them. Everyone, you know, stuff just happens to you. Yeah. Uh, she did give me uh, two scripts of antibiotics. Just she was like, that way, if something pops up, you just take them, which is always nice to have. Yeah. Antibiotics, even they're pretty general. So like it's they'll nice. save your life if you get something going on. Yeah. So uh, it was worth it. I mean, it was a $60 copay for her to basically be like, how you doing? But you got her bubbly good. personality to lift you up, make your day better. And when you make an appointment, it's so hard to get in there. I feel like I got to like kind of like keep up with appearances to be like, I'm still a patient here. So yeah. when I need you, please, please let me be able to get in here. Yeah. Uh, that and then um, going to the chiropractor, getting the, the back fixed. You know, we're doing a whole this year, 2023 and 2024. I'm doing, you know, this health journey thing. Big year. Big year for me. Um, I'm sticking with because you know everyone's got their own opinions about chiropractors. It it, it can be I snake the, oily. I think the general consensus is that that's a legitimate practice. Mm-hmm. And this, I just when you go into one, the the kind of uh, the testing that they put you through, the diagnostic testing is a little like non definitive. And I've gotten both both of them now. So I went to one about two, maybe three years ago now. It was also a place that did like Botox and stuff. So that was very salesy. She like, you know, she was overdoing it. Where I like this guy because on my first appointment, he goes, I, I kind of told him, well, what's up? I filled out paperwork before I went. He goes, basically, I'm just going to do everything that gets you back into line when things are in line everything works better so i basically go in there he does quick adjustments um he's he put it on me he was like i would recommend this you do what you want but i'm going two times a week for like two three weeks and then uh see how i feel then just once a week and then yeah we've been having some lower back pain so you know and back pain is really really annoying yeah and that's of course lower back is like notorious for being the hardest one to get rid of just because there's so much muscle there everything attaches to it you don't know yet if it's muscular or like bone no but it's just the lower back is like a lot of shit it, it holds your body basically yeah. so it's the hardest thing now he does he's done three things now that uh my ankles are ripped apart and he could feel them and he does this thing where he basically cracks them and he's like we're gonna you know basically He's getting them so to lubricate is the terminology. He's like, we got to get your shit moving normal okay. to like lubricate in there. Sense. Felt good I was, afterwards. He cracked my right hip and like unlocked it. And I noticed and it it was like a day later it was sore in kind of a good way. You know, like That's a, a big hip to be cracking. Dude. A muscle that I hasn't moved in a while was moving yeah. kind of. And then this one was. Where I was like, you know what? There's some real science and some shit behind this. So the first time I went, 
he was holding my neck and he had my ear in his hand and he's doing this thing where he's turning my neck this way a bunch of times and it felt like he was ripping my earlobe off but I didn't say anything because I was just like oh, whatever whatever a day later I'm in the shower and I thought I was going fucking nuts because I it felt like someone was touching my ear when I would turn my head or it felt like I had a strand of hair that I couldn't fucking get off mm. and it was driving me nuts and I told him when I went this past Monday and he goes Oh, well, that's because your right trap is really tight. And he took his uh, massage gun and fucking got in there, like was rumbling my core and then pulled it. He's like, do you feel anything? And it completely went away. Okay. So I was like, you know, shit connects to shit. Yeah. Yeah. Shit connects to other shit and then your shit gets fucked up. Yeah. Shit's all all fucked up. All retarded. Uh, But yeah, so um, health journey. Uh, still, uh, still losing weight. I'm plateaued a little bit, not as fast. <laughs> They're not draining gallons of liquid out of your abdomen anymore. True, true. Um, but we're trying to, you know, make those small adjustments that we talk about every week. Yeah, that's the only way you can really successfully change anything. And just even little things, getting out, walking the trail to get to the, uh, you know, fishing spot, things like that. Sweating feels good. Cleaning the house when I clean, you know, I did a little cleaning. I was like, got a little sweat going. And I was like, one, you feel good about cleaning. And you wipe your, some sweat off your face. You feel like you accomplished something. The only time sweating is bad is maybe on a job interview or like a first date. <laughs> well, yeah, or you like experience. To, yeah, anytime we're with not people that you're super close with at a restaurant, you tend to start sweating and getting angry about it. Well, I don't. Because you're a face sweater. I'm a bad head and face sweater. And the thing is, I always find it weirder if I just don't point it out. Because then people are like, is he okay? Is he sick? But if I say, like, God, I'm so sweaty, or if I make a joke about it, it's like, okay, he's not dying or having a panic attack. He's just sweating. But it is one of those things that you say I do a lot where I think it's, like, way worse than it is. Well, it is. Yeah. In your own head, because then you start, like, you don't do anything finessey. So, like, when you're wiping your sweat, you're like... And you're pulling your hair back. I don't smack myself in the face. Dude, you're pretty aggressive with it, especially with your hair. When you start like adjusting your hair every five minutes, then it's like, yeah, you need to uh, let people know that you're not on meth right now. You yeah. just, uh, I'm uncomfortably sweaty a little bit, especially when you eat too, because a lot of people sweat when they eat. Yeah. I remember I went over to meet an ex-girlfriend's parents for the first time, and he was like a real religious guy. And it was like one of those like proper church families, mm. and it was his, her dad, the stepmom, and me, and a pot roast and some hot green beans or whatever. And dude, I was drenched. I had to go get up and go to the bathroom and like dry myself off and try to like breathe. And it, the, the psychosomatic of it too, because also if you get to the point where if the sh- you know you sweat enough where the shirt gets wet. Then it becomes heavier, and then it's hotter, and it's holding in that steam, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I assume you probably had a, a belt, you know, pants on with the belt. You always do at least two layers because you always have a a, a a tank top, not a white it, beater. It's really not, not that anymore. complicated for me. It's just when I sweat, it comes out of my face and head. The worst place. I mean, people complain about having pit stains. Like I'll trade pit stains for oh yeah, my head just being drippy. But uh, the only thing about the pit stains, though, 
is like when people have it bad those i don't know maybe because they use deodorant too but like it'll stain shirts that you can like no longer get yeah that's true at least the face doesn't it it's sweat had color well, it's funny because it does on bad pit stains. I've seen people who's, who have a white shirt and the, the pit stains turn That's like green. And you can wash it and bleach it and it's still like... Yeah, it's like if you're if you're a real bad pit stain guy or gal, why are you wearing the white shirt? I know a lot of... It's pretty common. A lot of people use... Men use women's deodorant because it's supposed to be better. Stronger. Apparently yeah. it's stronger. But, but I don't like the baby powder smell. But I don't have that, that issue, when, luckily. Uh, when I was really heavy, dude, I like seriously wanted to get uh, that sur- that procedure where they like zap certain nerves. Well, I, th- or re- I sweat think glands or something. I know what they do. Uh, they put basically what Botox is in like the sweat gland, kind of. Yeah, like Big I- J got in his armpits, and he says it kind of works. Yeah, but it, uh, you know now it's just like like you said. When I get real sweaty, people might just think I'm on meth. Mine is knowing I don't get the face sweat too much, uh, but my legs, especially the back of my legs. When that sweats, because that is one that's uncomfortable, and sometimes you got to go stand up, and I got to go, Rachel, is there any marks? Can you see? Yeah. Which, luckily, it's not the ass. It's like the hamstring and behind the knees that sometimes will get wet. Yeah. I've had some bad visible uh, swamp ass before. (laughs) On golf, dude, days that aren't even that hot. And I told you, as many clothes as you have, you've yet to get yourself proper golf shorts. You wear thick ass cargo khaki golf shorts and by hole two because the golf cart is you know that plasticky material it just immediately makes the butt crack sweat and the first thing that happened is steven's got uh, a a line down his butt but listen like when we're golfing i don't even care like it's funny i don't give a shit you know but a nice pair of golf pants you're right right. but now like you do you get a pair of golf shorts for like 90 dollars minimum but you wear normal sizes. That's where you you, you hunt for. You go to True. Ross or, you know, you go to a, you know, you know P- Puma makes golf attire. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, speaking of golf, we got to get out before. Before, yeah. I have new clubs I haven't used yet. Serious. I've, I've, that's, I forgot about that. You got new used clubs that are really nice and you haven't even got to touch them yet. Yeah, it's not like I'm worried about because that's one of those things like. I'm not. I don't golf seriously enough to be like every three years I'm going to get a new pair. I I was excited enough for you because you know I love gear and stuff like that. When you got them the next day, I was like, dude, I'm going. We're going to the driving range, and there was a slight possible chance that there was going to be rain. And you were like, no, you you bitched out a little bit that day. I think I bitched out. I just didn't really feel like going, which is crazy. I was like, I, I'm driving past you. I'll pick you up. But it ended up actually snowing a little bit. So you made the right call. <laughs> but yeah. I was so excited for you. I was like, we're going. I don't care. Um, no, We're going to uh, the Are You Garbage, John. Yes, I can't wait. If you guys have not, uh, listen, if you are like comedy and you like podcast, Are You Garbage? They're Philly native guys. It is one of the best podcasts out there. But um, they're coming to Pittsburgh. We got tickets. It's completely sold out. It's going to be a great, small, tight venue. It's I'm I got fucking a dentist psyched. appointment at eleven that day. I'm pissed. Oh well. Hey, you'll be at, go home, take a nap, be uh, refreshed. I'm not, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like two things in one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, for me to go to to make an appointment at eleven, I, I still got to get up at at least nine. 
There's people out there like, ah, punch him in the face for me. Yeah. No, no, I know. That's why I'm saying it, because it's bratty and funny. Yeah. Because I'm a bitch. Better than the next day, though. I mean, not that but it's, it's like a late show yeah, no, or anything. No. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's probably better that I get up before noon anyway. Which I'm excited. Uh, this is going to be like my first comedy show without drinking, and I look forward to it. It's a whole new experience. See, yeah. A whole new journey. Because now I'm not going to have to worry about timing out, like, you know, a piss. Because, you know, you know, when I'm yeah. drinking, you know, trying to figure out the right time. Less money. Uh, it is a two drink minimum thing. It's two items we that you still buy, have like, to get. Food or but soda. yeah, they got like decent food and like, you know, you get a Pepsi and like a okay. appetizer. Yeah. Well, I, I, they can't force alcohol down you. <laughs> no, sir. We'll put the shot there. It's up to you to give take it, it to someone. Um, one thing I would like to address and uh, getting older and I like, you know, as I admitted, uh, I'm a big enough man to admit when I'm wrong on things and things like that. Um, as you can see, uh, our, our table prop here, we have been outspoken against Lego sets. For adults. For adults. Um, I take back that. Dom, I apologize. Uh, I'm going through, uh, trying to find things to do. I'm a late, we're, we're, we're night owls. Uh, that's when my brain races. That's when I want to do stuff. And I have uh, almost pulled the trigger on buying a Lego set to just do something at night. I didn't know where you're going after you said pull the trigger there. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've gone to target like five, six times and look at them and go, nah, because they are pricey, you know, for... For the record, this is a you thing, not a we thing. Not a we thing. I'm that, not that's, taking back nothing. Yeah, that's... Although I support you in your... Anything you, you, that you enjoy. I really... It felt like uh, that time flew by. I pulled it out, and the Legos got in my little system going. Um, it itches an autis autism something separating the pieces it feels good there's multiple steps to yeah. it that feel good uh cathartic mm. yeah you can use i that. got the, i got the right it's word a therapeutic activity yeah but and you, you for some reason love to sort things i do which is like i remember when i was a kid and i would have a pillow full of halloween candy i like to sort that but that was more to fat out just on. to fat out on um and to make sure i knew how many i had so my dad didn't take all of them <laughs> But before I knew it, it was six o'clock in the morning, basically, and I wanted to finish it. So this is um, Thanos glove. That was my first one. Uh, around eight, seven hundred pieces or something like that. It's hard to imagine that seven hundred pieces exist in that little guy. Yeah, um, I'm working on Thor's hammer right now, which is like eleven hundred pieces. Okay, it's big too. Um, but I, uh, it's, it's expensive, so I gotta, I gotta pace myself with it, but it is a lot of fun. Um, I'm start making some tanks and stuff. Why don't you get into those, mo those little model planes and stuff where you use like, I was thinking of, that, that might that be the next, like a big step up in terms mm -hmm. of like, you know, the only thing is the, uh, not the only difference is, but there's no reading involved. Which sounds like I'm a dumb idiot, but there's no reading involved with Legos. The pic it's just all picture, so that would be my only thing is the instructions 
on those things, like how much reading is involved. But it's not that much reading. But yeah, that's I, I was thinking that well, might like a, my, a sweet like battleship that with uh, with uh, the little miniatures that you can. But uh, I mean that or t- I like tanks. I think if I do one, if I get a cool tank or something, would yeah, be, all that military type shit. Yeah, not like a fucking car, a Lamborghini, or some dumb shit like that. Yeah, maybe an old Ford pickup truck model might be cool. But anyway, yeah, do the battleship or a tank, and they're and it's way cheaper. And then too. you can hang them from the roof and stuff. I still uh, I don't understand how they can do uh, b- ships in a bottle. That is uh, w- witchcraft to me. That's pretty cool stuff. It's impressive. But uh, uh, we could we tried to get into D and D. It turns out. That the starter kits are kind of a fraud because you do need a dungeon master or yes. a game master. Which, you know what? Like, and it's cool and all if you have a friend who wants to be the game master. I like the fact that it brings people together. You know, that's one thing. We always like couch co op video games. You know, all the video games that we liked growing up were to play with other people and stuff. And, and, yeah. And this could bring at getting older and, you know, people have lives. To dedicate a day, even every two weeks, once a month of let's get together, sit around a table and play fantasy is fucking sounds it's awesome not, to it's, me. And it's, yeah, it used to be like you're a fucking weirdo, but uh, not so much anymore. The internet has really let people fly their freak flags and, and it's and not that weird anymore. Good for you. The, the, I, when I hear people are into stuff, I like when people have passion for okay. something. Where, where do we draw the line? Like, what about those people who get together for conventions where they all dress up like dogs? Uh, well, that's not even the one—not furries that bang each other. We, I mean, the c- ones that bang each other make more sense to me than the ones that. So, we, you, so you don't draw the line that you're ha- you're you're encouraging that behavior. Encouraging, no. But if that's all you got, if you know what I mean, like, because I, I I'll I'll go. The person behind that mask might have this crazy stressful life and didn't have, you know, their parents were abusive or something. And if that makes them feel good, you know what, dude, there's people out there drowning themselves in bottles and things like that. If that makes you feel good, who am I to judge? I, 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 we usually agree on things. I, I think that to me, there's a line where you, there's a certain level of weird weirdness that we need to not encourage people to do. Once again, not using the word encourage. Uh, do I condone it? Uh, uh, do I, you? I'm not saying make it illegal. Do I want but that? Are you going to rent out? I guess. Am they, I going to let that person house sit for me? But you don't know. That's Probably the not. Thing. You wouldn't even know. You wouldn't know that the person that is house sitting for you also bangs his best friend dressed up as dogs on weekends. I, I just, uh, there's worse things in the world than being a furry. Yeah, but you know, with the internet, it becomes something that almost is like, I don't want my kids seeing that. If I had kids, I don't want them on the internet. Like, oh, that looks fun, Dad. Can I go to uh, the furry convention in uh, Pittsburgh? That that's why I'm saying, yeah, no, th- you can't. Th- there's a there's a huge like the sexual and then the non-sexual we went, is we, weird. We went from Dungeons and Dragons, which is to some people maybe nerdy but it's not deviant it's totally fine i'm just I, that's know, why I'm it's s- an interesting conversation non-sexual furries which they are very that's weird the non-sexual like furries are ones that you know that they do that because they go it's not weird i do this because i i 
But then it, it's the same thing as like the the sixty uh, year old man who likes to put a diaper on and be a baby. It's the same perversion in my mind. What are you doing? Uh, yeah. What's weirder to you? Uh, the fur sexual furrying, you know, dressing up, and that shit's expensive. They a lot of those people spend a lot of money on that. Or the people that like wear leather and they like like to be treated like a horse. Like you know, they they have like a. Uh, they really want the same thing. It's the same deviance. Uh, I don't know though, because the the people I've also never seen people want to be treated like. What do you I, mean like? I just saw that, that true sex show. I've seen it, but like there's people they will pay a dom dominate a dominatrix a dominatrix to come over and put you know their put their muzzle on them and walk them around the backyard. Oh, yeah. That's just, yeah, that's like the Dom slave thing. That's been around forever. I, I, I don't like it. I think it's weird. I wish people weren't like that. You know, but... If you had to, I mean, you know, because sexuality is something that you, you don't, you know, you, you can't be, you like what you like. Would you rather, I can't not want to dress up like a fairy, or would you rather be in love with a car like that person who loves their Volkswagen Beetle? I want... That's a good question. That's an interesting angle because I, if I'm going to be into something, I at least want to be able to share it with others that are like me. And if I just want to bang my car. I mean, yeah. But and like, then there was the lady who she was like, she was like fighting against, uh, this was over in like Europe. So like whatever their legislation is like, tr she wanted to marry a building. It was like a historical building that she was in love with. You sure it wasn't publicity? Stunt? No. You know what? I believe it. This is the problem. Where are we at on time, Rachel? Okay, okay. I, I will, won't go too far, but this is my grand overarching theory of why this weird stuff is popular. Okay? Most people, no matter where they live, no longer have a community to belong with. So then they get weird, and they start getting a little crazy right how many people if you knew all your neighbors and y'all went to church together on sunday and had meals together often would become someone who dresses like a dog and wants to bang other people who dress up like a dog yeah that wouldn't even exist but is it that it doesn't exist or they just you would never can't admit to it yeah so they just never act on it well the latter they may feel that way, but they can't act on it. But that's you know, that's a good thing. But that uh, yeah, but also if you, if you say that you, the same thing, you can't picture you know what you're attracted to. Imagine that for all the closeted gay people who are you know are living a struggling life into their fifties because Touché. of that. Touche. I feel bad for those people, man. That that sucks. And well, now I mean this this if this uh, uh, discussion goes into. The people who think that pedophilia is natural and should be okay. Yeah, I mean, that's that, what we're yeah. really talking about are these deviances that you keep pushing that line of what's allowable and what's not. And, you know, because, you know, people... I am for chemical castration on on uh, pedophilia. Yeah. Do you is... see in Florida they passed, I think it's if it's under 12, uh, de death penalty. Over 12, you mean? Under tw if if you you know rape a uh, child under twelve, I think uh, you can get the death penalty now in Florida. 
Yeah, I just saw that like I, a couple I, minutes. How do you ago. feel about that, Rachel? Because you're pretty, li- you're super liberal. Um, I think that's probably it's okay, right? Yeah. Nobody has sympathy for people who rape children. No. Yeah. But there are people who have gotten together on the internet. Mm-hmm. And uh, they use a word for it. Normal, North American Man Boy Lovers Association Is that or whatever. It? Nambla. That's <laughs> a real thing. Yeah, I. I Ah, uh, man. But yeah, uh, r- hey, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, running for president. Hey, if he if he's going to lead the governor's mansion, I guess he's trying to go out strong. I mean, I don't see how many people would vote against that. My my thing, everything always comes back to, is where does this come from? Like, the you know, the whole argument that's been forever is, are you born with it or whatever? But like, people that like to get their balls stepped on. <laughs> Yeah. You're not born with that. You sure? How? That's like against evolution. That's especially stomping on your fucking productive. I know. Organs. I know. Yeah. That's like. Uh, let's put it this way. Do you think you could be a very vivacious, handsome, attractive man who can get plenty of tang anytime he wants, but it just doesn't do anything for him unless he's getting kicked in the balls? Because to me, like in my mind. That's somebody who's so incredibly frustrated sexually. Well, that that's uh, you know they they say like uh, Mick Jagger and like Prince and stuff that they got so much tang readily available to them that they do they, that they did gay shit because they were like I I've tried it all I'm gonna that probably that's also a time period where people are trying all kinds of new things but um yeah or like. It's a real thing that some men just never develop the ability to get and sustain hard on. Something's wrong. You know what I mean? So I guess just kick me in my stupid balls, right? <laughs> yeah, all those, you know, like uh, dudes who like to wear diapers, like where something happened and, and it's a memory. That, I think, is all some that kind shit. of child abuse happened to that person. Yeah. Who wants to be an infant. Or uh, you could see it going the other way. They were babied too long. <laughs> Literally, baby, like you're or still just, a baby. you know, their mom, you know, their mom, uh, way overprotective mom, and you know, you can see it kind of swinging we, both ways. We know somebody who had a weird mom who was very like, it's okay to use a pacifier, it's okay, uh, and well, you know, maybe he does like the baby thing. We just don't know about it. Okay, I got a new trinket, dude. Okay. <laughs> right in the middle of the episode, like that. I guess. We hey, could, I just added that little. Uh, we can wrap it up now. No, I, I, I wasn't sure to go. With, I, I didn't know what to continue, add to that story. It's an interesting. It's an. It's just, yeah. Well, that. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, topic there, but yeah. That's they, what I, I. The the tale that always gets chased every time I have conversation with that is where does it come from? And uh, it's clearly not a fluke. There's something in the human genome. Right, where people get especially when it comes to pedophilia, because they used to do that. Like that was like in Greece and shit. Like that, you had boys. It was like it wasn't even a fucking looked down yeah. upon. Even yeah, well, it was like I think for some it was like they're uh, a guma almost. It was like why. a fucking. It was like have, sporting a nice fucking Rolex on your wrist. You're like, look at my hot little boy over there. That's why there are a lot of people around the world and in this country who are really upset that most of the world is 
secular and thinks religion is not important. Because before really Islam and Christianity took off, there were way too many things that were okay to do. Yeah. Well, where do you stand on that? You're not really a religious person. But you always say you like the community part of it and stuff, but not the man boy sex. Oh, you were saying okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying that that helped prevent. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Right. No, like it, it, in the uh, Judeo-Christian Orthodox, like sex with children, sex with other men, which is a different thing. But you know, these are now it's a sin. It's taboo. It cannot happen. Although the Muslims, rabbis like, kiss baby penis. Yeah. But that, that's why these things have become unpopular. And, you know, they, they've they given a lot of babies herpes doing that. Yeah, I heard about this. I, I believe it. Sure. The, yeah, they cut off the thing and they go, hold on, let me heal that for you. <laughs> yeah. They snip it and they go. The Jews have a lot of fun, though, don't they? <laughs> hey! They like to dance. I love this, see, those videos where they put different music to them dancing. Just Yeah. That's what happens. Good when, old times are happening. That's when you get a bunch of men together. <laughs> literally say the women have to stay outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone's holding the handkerchiefs together. They dance in lines. It looks like a blast. I've not going to lie. I've always said oh, men act completely differently when there's even one woman amongst them. Speaking of which, to end this, and we'll cover it quickly, and do your own research on it, but I think everyone will come. Uh, you know the best on it. You inform me on the Trevor Bauer situation. Spit it out there for the people real quick of what it was. I, most people know about it now, but basically uh, he was accused of choking. And who who is he? He's Trevor Bowers, a baseball player. He was a star pitcher for the Dodgers, a hundred million dollar man. Uh, and he got in a relationship with this girl who accused him of sexually assaulting her. And, you know, he got me too. We all know what a me too is. Mm-hmm. And it come out, it's come out two years after the fact where his career was destroyed. I think he had to go p- pitch in, like, China or something. Uh, he certainly wasn't allowed to make the $50 million he should have in the major leagues, all because of this accusation. And just recently, the case got thrown out because this girl was a trifling-ass bitch. Trifling-ass hoe. It, if you've read any of the text messages she was sending... To her friends, it was like, my next target is a starting pitcher for the Dodgers. Should I steal stuff when I go to his house? <laughs> Time for me to get some of that $51 million. Uh, really, really a bad look for the ladies. And if you're a feminist or someone who's been raped or sexually assaulted, you need to to contact your uh, your state Love officials and contact Washington and say this girl needs to be punished. That yes. as it stands now, the case has just been thrown out because he won in court. She wasn't going to get no money. He countersued her. She countersued him. So, you know, the lawyers got together and threw the whole thing out. But it's fucking shame, dude. And it happens so much. Oh yeah, and it it's, it's fine. Like those things are coming to light because when that shit really happens, it's such an atrocity. That ruins people's lives. And for these fucking women out there that do it just willy-nilly to try and get some money, like, they should be punished just Severely. as bad as if they raped somebody. She she could have, I mean, for two years she put his entire life on hold and prevented him from making at least $50 million pitching. Yeah. And he's 
now just going to be able to try to build his reputation back. I mean, and th- that's the thing; it'll never be able to be all the way back. Not, it never, no, never be, can no. be a hundred whole again. Because with the settlement with the lawyer, she didn't have to admit to anything. But uh, the text messages are clear. Check out the video on X uh, or uh, Trevor Bauer put out like a, a 10-minute video. Because, you know, when these trials are going on, you're not allowed to talk about it. So he just had to take all the slander and all the hate, you know. We really got to get back to like, we got to give people the benefit of the doubt until it goes to court. But now, are you this guy over in London... Uh, made a comment about someone he was doing an interview like on a news show and there was a question posed real quick there was a question posed about the uh, crisis of suicides in the UK amongst men and it was like you know how they do these little panels Mm -hmm. and this woman basically was like dismissive of like it's not even a big deal you know she's you know she's a feminist and she was like really like crude and just dismissive about it. like who almost like why are we talking about yeah this? fuck man like, and this guy like took it like you know how dare you soulless bitch yeah, and men- he said on some segment he was like who would shag that because she was not an attractive woman and just it wasn't even about that it was about she's a pig to even talk that way about something that the numbers are terrifying of suicides amongst men all over the western world you ever see uh well whatever you know the one she was a a strong feminist um not you know not an attractive woman started uh for like a year dressed and acted as a man she was an author i think or you know something along those lines and um she ended up killing herself because of how badly she was treated as a man versus like when she's seen the you know how being treated as a man was and how much oh, harder how it was it is, how life is for every man <laughs> yeah i mean Who's you not? know and obviously there's other things mixed in there but yeah the, well clearly uh, she was a troubled person yes but, but yeah at the end of it you know it, it, that was what uh made her and end herself the reason that this is something we're talking about is just y'all women got to get your shit together a little bit and like there's a lot of smart intelligent articulate women out there and a lot of the women out there that are speaking for all of you are stupid and not that intelligent. And because the dumb squeaky wheel gets oil, and it's like the smart, the majority of women who are not that trifling ass hoe shit, they're like uh, you know they they don't go on fucking Twitter and make and make everything about them and blow things up out of proportion. And I think it's also getting pretty like exposed in a lot of ways that like women have it easier in a lot of ways. And I don't think misogyny has destroyed the world. And you know, it it hasn't been terrible for, for women, you know, in this century, regardless, that's, uh, Different topic for different situations. What I w- w- want to end on um, is uh, you'll be all right. Trevor Bauer and all of the guys in those situations, um, I hope you'll be all right because that, that really is uh, it's crazy in this this world we live in with all technology and things like that that we haven't been able to ratif- to get rid of fake accusations like those that can really... Oh, they've happened forever. Yeah. 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 Um, 
But uh, I like that episode. Started off light, got some real shit in there. Uh, we got tacos. I can't wait. Um, you'll be all right, guys. Go, go, Phils. Go, Phils. Uh, go fishing. Get out there. Spend time with friends. If you want to play Dungeons and Dragons with us, we have the starter set. It'll be a good time. <laughs> um, someone's got to be D- Dungeon Master, but we'll have tables. We'll fucking wear capes, dude. We'll get action figures. You can dress up and paint and make them your guy. Um, but I have been... Gene Labordi and Steven Labordi and Rachel going to be Taco Master. Taco Master Rachel doing all the hard work. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. <laughs>